I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've always been the kind of girl who hid my face. So afraid to tell the world what I got to say. But I had this dream right inside of me. I'm going to let it show. It's time to let you know. To let you know. This is real. This is me. I'm going to my mic my headphones off. Uh, what are you? You're two. Yes, they're. Thank you. There you go. Is that better? Testing, testing. Okay. The elephant in the room this week is that Maddie did not, doesn't know the words to This Is Me from Camp Rock. Honest to God, the whole time we were singing the verse, I was like, I know I know this song, obviously, because I'm singing the lyrics, but what is it? What's it called? What's it from? And then we got to the chorus and I was oh like, my oh, God. the greatest movie of all time, Camp Rock. Time, Camp Rock 2. <laughs> Camp Rock 2. Well. Oh my God, which is basically a fanfic movie. Camp Rock is basically a fanfic movie. You know, the lowly mundane person falling in love with a <laughs> superstar is this how we're going to <laughs> segue and today into, yeah like 20 minutes ago we got out of a session of um marry me we did yes so same like concept circle. yeah it is full wow circle. see subconsciously my brain you just knew it did it i was said, gonna say did you plan this Nicol- it said nicholas pick the song from cam rock it'll make thematic sense trust me and i said yes brain i do trust you <laughs> I can't say often. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I had. I, I actually had a real elephant in the room, and the real elephant in the room was um that oh people that listened to last week's pod, who I assume is most of the world's population. <laughs> um, it was a great advertisement for Harness Creation. Was it? Yeah, which is your studio that we're now recording in with this crisp, beautiful audio. Uh, because right. I have like mic- we recorded on Zoom. Yes, we did. But we record the audio separately. We do. From Zoom, so it's better quality. And I was making the most pops that have ever been popped <laughs> in the microphone. It was like... <laughs> it was so poppy. And then next to you, who's flawless like audio, I was like, wow. If this isn't a great, a great ad for like... <laughs> Actual Go equipment. Go and record yeah, your, yeah. your podcast in a studio with actual soundproofing and microphones and professional equipment for the low, low price of, check the website. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. I personally... And that's what I had to say. Agree. Was, was that the elephant in the room? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cute. Well, check the website. Check the website. <laughs> uh, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you, Nick? Yeah, I'm not bad. Not bad. Cute. Nick drove all the way down here very early so that we could go to a 10 a.m. session of Marry Me. I know. It's so weird going to the movies during the day. I won't lie. So weird. Although I also was really appreciating the fact that I was like, oh, my God, thank God I get to skip whole part of the day being in the dark and the cool. Like, <laughs> It's true, but then the movie theater was fucking hot. I disagree. I think it was a perfect temperature, but Nicholas well, you would was be wrong. sweating. He came out and was went to the bathroom, and then he came out of the bathroom. He was like, I had to put water on my hair. 
Like no, that's not what happened. Oh, I used like basically 80, what happened. eighty hand towels to like dry myself off because I was so sweaty in the head. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a rap song. <laughs> Knees weak, arms spaghetti, head sweaty. <laughs> I am Eminem. The guys who performed at the half halftime at the, uh, the half ball at the Super Bowl, the halftime at the Super Bowl. I was one of them. Me. I think you actually. Eminem. That was a better song. N and N. That sounds worse because it just sounds like triple N. N and N. It does. Wow. Or is that better then? No, it's worse. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I would avoid a copyright lawsuit, so maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, so okay, look forward on. to our review of Marry Me later in the episode. Oh, I thought it was going to be imminent. <laughs> no, I feel like we have to do... I feel like this is going to be a short episode. I don't know oh, why. Okay. I get the vibe. Okay. I get the vibe. Okay, the vibe. I feel like it's going to be short and sweet. Okay. Short by short, I mean like an hour. <laughs> um, short for us. <laughs> well, last week's episode, I was like, this is going to be 50 minutes. It was an hour and a half and I didn't even realise. Do you know how Probably often... Not. You and I, but specifically you, but a little bit I, complain about the varying lengths of Netflix shows, the episodes. Yeah. That's us. We are that. No, because we're allowed to. (laughs) That rule applies to everyone but us. Podcasts are a new medium, okay? (laughs) In the scheme of things. TV's been around for like 80 years. Streaming TV hasn't. But television has. But streaming television hasn't. It's not my fault that an hour-length TV was capped at 45 minutes. <laughs> that is ideal. It's not my fault that the collective subconscious mm. said, yes, a television episode that is a dramatic hour is 45 minutes long. I think it. I think 45 minutes is good. Like, it's the perfect length. Longer than that and it does start to get a bit like, oh, I'm just watching a movie. Any longer than that and you're dragging it out. You really are. You need to be able to tell the story in 45 minutes. And just minutes, dragging or... it out for the sake of dragging it out impacts the quality of the show. Speaking of dragging it out, the fact that they actively referenced Game of Thrones in the movie today, even oh, though right. Sam was in it. Sam, I didn't even John, pick up on John that. Bradley. I, it, it took me out of the movie completely. That was about three quarters of the way through. And it was at that point I was like, this movie's it's done. I'm out. I, I can't. Oh, I didn't even <laughs> pick up on that. That's wild. Yeah. Oof. It, it sent me. Mm. <laughs> it always raises so many questions for me. I'm like, wait. So Game of Thrones exists in this universe, but the actor from Game of Thrones is in this movie. So Bradley is it James? A, no, John Brad John Bradley, I think it is. John I Bradley. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna go with you. There's a Bradley. Anyway. Mr. Bradley. Mr. Bradley was in this film. Yeah. In which they reference Game of Thrones. Yeah. So you know what we have to do now. Do a deep dive? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. We have to go see Moonfall. <laughs> the other movie that he stars in is he yeah yeah yeah. whack he's like a global superstar at the moment okay love that for him love that for him um, i can't see although i do worry he can only play him. one character yeah he's definitely just yeah I mean, let's wait and see maybe in moonfall he'll really shock us with his acting capabilities i don't see it happening currently i want to but... see moonfall so bad <laughs> oh, no we're gonna go see moonfall do you want me to book that in for this weekend oh no do should I do that this week I, or I Death think, on the Nile? I think next weekend we should see Death on the Nile, Uncharted, and Moonfall. Okay, I win. <laughs> a triple feature of cool. mediocrely reviewed films. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's going to be the best day that of my like life. Dream. It does. Wait, I have. Are we going to go to different movie theaters for we each might one? Have to because I have Iconic. free tickets. A free ticket to 
Uncharted VMAX yeah. at event. Okay. You get free tickets at this one. In a bar. And then I guess if we're trying to go cheap as possible, we'd have to go to South Bank. True. To see. Oh my God, maybe if it's still in the IMAX cinema, we have to do that. Which one? <laughs> well, the only one left is, oh no, I guess it could be, it can't be Uncharted because you'll get free tickets, but I can apply for any movie. So. Wild. Whichever one's not Cinema 5. <laughs> okay, oh wow. God, so Sorry. Everyone um, is listening to us organize our personal lives. <laughs> no, you should be organizing your personal lives with, with us. With us, yeah. Triple feature next weekend. Go do it so that you can be in on the conversation when we're next week, yeah. talking about them. Um, I, I think I've already told you this over text. Okay. But I spoiled myself on Moonfall. You did. Because I was like, I probably won't see it. I'm not that much of a disaster movie freak like you are yeah i love a dead so we'll go see why the moon fall <laughs> why the moon falls and it did not disappoint iconic i kind of like the second i read it i said this is my movie of the year <laughs> is it like a is it supposed to be a plot twist? i said roland emmerich <laughs> you are that bitch <laughs> i'm not nomination. gonna say anything because i don't want to give anything away for you well I was i'm not gonna say, say yes or no it- Oh, oh, because I was going to say, if it's like a big deal plot twist, then I don't want to know. But if it's just it's like... It's a big a, deal plot twist. Oh, okay, all right. Then I don't want to know. <laughs> I mean, excited. I don't know if it's a plot twist. I think it's actually most of the movie. But um, if it ends up being like aliens or something, I'm going to... Maybe, maybe not. Blank maybe, maybe dot, maybe dot, not. dot. Blank dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah. Also, while we're on the topic of Mr. Roland Emmerich, Australian right. legend icon. Is he Australian? I think so. And I think he's also a, a big old queer... Is he really? Yeah. That would actually make a lot of sense. (laughs) I'm Um, finding out now. I find it so motherfucking hilarious that this man said, (laughs) I'm doing press for my new film. Moonfall. Moonfall. I'm going to take aim at superhero Marvel movies, a notoriously rabid fan base, Yes. And say those movies are repetitive. That's why. Well, I mean, he's right. Uh, but but the, the, calling the kettle yeah, black. Yeah, that's also very true. This is Mr. Roland Emmerich, who's almost exclusively directed disaster, disaster movies, movies <laughs> or war movies for the last 20 years. And if you want to talk about repetitive, how about that Rotten Tomato score for the last 10 movies you've done? That's a bit repetitive. Oh my God, Nicholas, you don't even like Marvel movies that much. This is me off. <laughs> Because, okay, wait, I, mean, I have this theory. is like a lack of self-awareness, but he's also it's correct. So lack of self-awareness. Okay, but then you see people like Martin Scorsese or... Um, Quentin I saw this week. Yeah. I saw this week. <laughs> I was like, are we guy, pointing out people who make repetitive movies? <laughs> is Francis Ford Coppola dead? I have no idea. The guy who directed The Godfather? I have no idea. Let me find Can it Can you out. Google that? Because I'm pretty sure it was him. Roland Emmerich is gay, by the way. And he, there, is he Australian? He did, I don't know about that, but he did do a massive expose 2015. Why being gay in Hollywood has been easy. <laughs> because he's white. Was that the yeah. whole article? I don't know. I, I'm too scared to Why being gay in, uh, in Hollywood has been easy. <laughs> I'm white. Start of article. I'm white. End of article. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing. Yeah, truth. I can pretend I'm uh, not. No, I'm pretty sure the director of The Godfather or one of The Godfather movies this week said um, Marvel movies are just... Like the dumb fun, you know. Again, he's right. And he, I will not. Make he's fun German. Of that. Oh, that's embarrassing for me. Is he German really? Australian? I don't think so. It just says German. 
What if it said like Austrian and I just put an L in there? Born Stuttgart, Germany. Read the rest. Oh, fine. Anyway, the gay stuff makes sense. <laughs> the g- Wait. What? Oh, no. Oh, my God. I thought it said he was married to a woman. I was like, but he's outwardly gay. Gay, but no, it's fine. Um, yeah, um, if it's like an actual director who's done stuff like The Godfather, in that case, I'm like, yeah, you can criticize Marvel movies. There is no reference whatsoever to him living in Australia. Well, I don't know where that came from, but... Me either. Whatever. Um, um, what's his name? Francis what? I'm Googling. Oh, sorry. I took so long. Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, he's alive. He looks like he makes movies, doesn't he? He does. Old white guy. Classic. Old white guy. This is why it's easy for an old white guy in Hollywood. Article idea. (laughs) (laughs) Is Francis Coppola a good wine? What? Oh, my God. That is a sentence. He has his own winery. Okay, moving on. No one else cares about this except for us. Truly. Um, <laughs> did you have any, any news you wrote down this week? Romeo? Uh, well, most of the news I've been receiving is about everyone being scared that Russia is going to invade the Ukraine, which I've actively tried to avoid because I'm pretending that's not happening until it happens. Fair. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> uh, look, I'm not that well educated on the topic, but my absolute number one favorite thing about it <laughs> is that Mr. Putin mm-hmm. keeps saying, yo, I'm removing my forces. They're coming back to me. <laughs> Forgetting that satellite images exist. <laughs> And we can in live, like, live stream, Insta Live, see him moving his forces forward. That's so fucking funny. It's like, kind of big dick energy. Yeah. <laughs> this bitch. It's like, you know so that fucks. we're going to, we know you're lying, but like, you're going to lie anyway. Work. <laughs> Work it, queen. That's so funny. See, no, I've definitely just been on the side. Well, see, I'm mostly only on TikTok these days. And so pretty much all of the stuff I see about it is just people being like, World War Three, not looking forward to being conscripted. Do you remember 2020 started with World War Three? I do remember that. Yes, I remember very clearly because I was hiking in Nepal and they shot down that plane, I think it was, or killed uh, the guy. And mum and I were right. like, are we going to fly back home because World War Three has started? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Little did we know. That it was fine? That it was fine and also COVID was about to happen. Oh, yeah, true. Um, Fine, love World Wars. Yeah. Love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> I'm joking. I was just using an office quote, okay? Well, um, no, actually. Love inside the, jokes. One of the. Love to be a part of one someday. Shut just up, so people don't think I'm, I'm actively wanna a warmonger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. bitch, if drafts were still happening, like if. Um, what's it called? Conscript- conscription. Conscription was still happening, I would be fucked. I mean, it. 100 I mean, like, I have a disability and it's called being gay. Well, in, a, in America, it's illegal to be conscripted if you're gay. So I don't know if that's the same here. Maybe America does some things right. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone's like on TikTok. They're like, well, thank God I'm gay. Every straight person is yeah. like, bump. Well, and then all of the women are like, Ugh, feminism? Don't know her. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be in the kitchen making yeah, a sandwich. Yeah, I'll yeah. wait for you to come home. Iconic. 
literally though, guys, I do not want to go to war. <laughs> is that not everyone's dream? What? To be the wife of whose husband's going to war so that they can like sit at the kitchen window like <laughs> stare out longingly. When will my husband return from the war? I mean, I feel like theoretically, it sounds like a good idea until you're only eating like potato pills because there's no food left and then it'd be a bit like, ugh, maybe I should have died two years ago. (laughs) Potato pills, wow. (laughs) That's like a thing. That's a thing. Like you drop it in and it turns into mashed potato? No, no, That as in that's all they have access to. What's a potato pill? A potato peel, like the peel oh, of a potato. See, this is the problem with living in because, Australia. Because, yeah, well, I mean, this was definitely a thing that happened. No, I mean, you say England. potato peel, I hear potato pill. <laughs> that, peel, 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 too. peel. It's like trying to say, I went and saw the movie Dune. June. June. No, it's February. No, it's Dune. <laughs> well, I honestly have not made a decision on how to actually say Dune. Dune. I know. I, you have to say it as Dune. Yeah. With like an American inflection, because otherwise it's June. It's 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 weird. It's difficult. It's that's a difficult one for us. It is. How do Americans say it? Dune, 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 Dune. Yeah, because they were the, the Americans are the ones who were making the memes. Like, what are you doing in my swamp? Dune in my swamp. Shrek memes. That's was Americans. <laughs> so. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm on the wrong Dune. side of the internet. If I don't. Dune. Get Shrek. They say Dune. Memes. Okay. We say June. 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 July. Dune. <laughs> okay, all right, moving on. Then no one will get confused. Dune. 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 That makes sense. Definitely. <clears throat> Sorry to you. <laughs> okay, we've been going for 15 minutes and we've gotten through oh, so fuck. much already. Oh, I was, I was going <laughs> to say we've gone through nothing already. <laughs> Are you kidding? We covered World War Three. <laughs> And you're like, I'm so scared that my I'm, my life is in danger. And I'm like, yeah, but what about Shrek? <laughs> well, more important things to worry about. More important things to worry about. And you were like, let's talk about war. And I was like, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's steer away from that conversation. Oh, <laughs> uh, Okay, did you see this week that Stranger Things has a premiere date? No, I didn't. Uh, the only thing I've heard about this is the one thing that you texted me. Saying the That's episodes right. were going to be two hours long, which I was like, I'm yeah. out. So for the full context of the story, after three, it's been three years since season three. Okay, kind of love that, that they're not trying to keep the actors who are now aged. Well, they've been filming for two years. They started before COVID. What the fuck? Mm. I think they Ooh. finished like last October or November. That's a lot of filming. So much. Um, uh, They basically announced season four is coming in May. But it's coming in two parts, so they're splitting in half, four episodes and five episodes, or five and four, there's nine episodes, um, into two parts, May and July. Is this the end of it then? No, and then oh. there's one more season, and then season five is the final season. Well, I really appreciate them just putting an end date on it, to be honest. But well, since that's season one, they've been more. saying, ideally, we only want four or five seasons. Yeah, good. What worries me is that, they said they only have five seasons, and they've known this for years now, right? Mm. And they didn't think, we've got all this time. We have 20 hours of television to tell a story, mm. or 18 hours to tell a story. They could have streamlined that into the 18 hours instead of... they Basically, basically Netflix announced that almost every episode of 
season four of Stranger Things is two hours long. That's too many hours. And that's two Netflix hours, not two broadcast hours. <laughs> to be clear. Because when a, when a broadcast television show says it's a two-hour episode, it's really an hour and a half. Like yeah, it's like yeah. a nice, crisp, special treaty for the boys. <laughs> it's like a treat. It's just fun. Not um, whereas a Netflix two-hour is like a film. Actual two hours. Ten minutes of ads beforehand. Exactly. <laughs> 20 minutes yeah, of exactly, credits. Exactly. $10 admission. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm not in it for that. So basically, each part of this new season is going to be a full nine, ten hours. So really, in total, this season's eighteen hours. That's too many hours. That's too many hours. That's like a that's a lot of hours. There's a reason that scripted dramas are moving away from the twenty two episode seasons. Yeah. Even the CW. Yeah. Who is like quantity over quality? Yeah. Even they're scaling it back to like sixteen episode seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Netflix is thinking. That's too much content for me. The only time in recent history that I have watched a TV show with 20 plus 20 episodes Mm -hmm. was Lucifer. They had one season that was 26 episodes. That was when it was on broadcast though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to, like, I'm enjoying this season and I do not want to watch to the end. It's too many episodes. I can't handle it anymore. Um, Which is really funny actually considering that that's what we all used to really like. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. now it's I used like to be. I used to be devastated when a season was eighteen episodes instead of the full twenty-four. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, but now I'm like, Thank give God. me six episodes that are half hour long. <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. <laughs> Make it easy for my mental illness Literally. to digest. <laughs> Literally. Um. So no, now the only thing, the only series that I watch that are twenty-two to twenty-four episode seasons are like reality, like Housewives, basically. Fair. That's fair. And that's because it's easy to consume. Is it? relatively Um, (laughs) yeah I mean I I binge watched like six seasons of Atlanta in like that's so unlike oh that's like 20 episodes 24 episodes a season that's a that's that is a few I will that's a few I could have watched it faster but that's a few for you um but see even then with housewives and stuff which every season is at least 20 to 24 episodes, including the reunions, about halfway through I get bored. Yeah. About halfway through the season and I have to, like, save up yeah. three episodes and binge them all at once to be able to get back into it. Yeah. Um, That's fair. So I just... No, I'm with it. I totally agree. And the look, the thing is, the thing that... I understand that TV shows are a different way of telling a story than movies in terms of a movie is two hours long... A TV show is more hours than that because mm. they're getting deeper into the character mm. and motivations and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, no, but, but like, why? Like, that's too much, yes. you know? It's you can like that's, do it. You can't 100%. I don't want to watch a TV show episode that is the length of the movie because just yeah. fucking make it a movie, yeah. you know? Like, that's too – it's too much story. Yeah, it's too much characterization. I'm going to be so fucking bored. There's no way they're going to be able to make that interesting yeah, for nine episodes. Yeah, and that's how you get seasons of television that start off great. Yes. And then by the end of the season, the characters are all fucked up because they needed to stretch it out or do things yeah, differently. exactly. So then all the characters are like – you don't even recognize them from the first episode, yeah. you know? Oof. Um, Too much. Too which much. is interesting. The last scripted show I watched with that many episodes was probably The Flash. Okay. Which I haven't watched in years, two years mm. specifically, because I stopped with the COVID season. Because the COVID season cut short at like 18 episodes, I think, instead All of right. 24. 
Um, but my point with that is that now, with the new seasons coming out, yeah, um, they're only 16 episodes long. Because mm, the, the main star, Grant Gustin, was like, I'm, I'm over tired. this. Yeah. <laughs> I want like 100 grand an episode and I want only 16 episodes, okay? And they were like, okay, you're the only show that has ratings on our network, so yes, you can have it. I would literally <sighs> sacrifice all artistic integrity to get $100,000 per yeah. episode for 16 episodes. I'd be like this. Yeah. I'll do whatever the fuck. I'll get naked. Yeah. I'll have a graphic <laughs> sex scene. Are you paying me $1.6 million and I'm good? That's yeah. what I'll do. One thing I'll do for the year. Yeah. It'll last me my lifetime. Literally. Whatever you want, bro. Yeah. And I think it's only in the later seasons of these network shows that the actors get sick of it. Yeah. Because they have to like be in Vancouver or whatever for yeah. six months a year. Um, Which I would understand because, again, at this point, you're six years in. You're probably like away from your family. It, homies. Then you'll have the rest of your fucking life to do whatever you want, bro. And then you'll be set to, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, slowly do whatever you want to do next. It's Yeah, it's really true. I don't know. I probably wouldn't do anything next. I'd be like, one and done. I've had my time in the spotlight. This I got my money. Iconic. <laughs> That's so fair. Um, I can imagine, though, for, like, actors – they're like the ideal for them in their yeah. career is like movies, movies Oscars, Oscars. Oscars. <laughs> so I can I can understand why for them that would be not ideal, but for us lousy plebs, even that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I would I would just get greedy. Yeah, same. And be like, no, give us another 10 seasons. Yeah, same. Definitely. Tea. Okay, I have more things. Okay, cool. I was going to keep going on that rant. I'm not going to lie because then I was starting to think about the Marvel actors and how much money they get per mm. movie. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> tea. Um, well, we're on the topic of TV. So, I want to... Oh, I am in... F- in the words of Sashi Ronan in Little Women... <laughs> I am infuriated. <laughs> Obsessed okay. with her American accent. Anyway. Why? Because. Well, so I you, think her American accent's really good. I'm not going to lie. I always oh, forget it is. that she's Irish. <laughs> but the way that she says women and infuriated. I didn't watch the iconic. movie enough. I got halfway through. Enough champagne to fill the Nile. <laughs> it's like that, you know? Yeah. It doesn't quite work, but it's iconic. <laughs> but it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, no, I'm infuriated mm. because um, you know how MTV, Jeff Davis, Paramount Plus, they're doing the MTV movie? No. Oh, <laughs> the Teen Wolf movie. Teen Wolf, yeah. The Teen Wolf yes, movie. Yes, I did know that. <sighs> they announced which cast members are returning this week. Who? All the bad ones? Well, the, okay. So the, the only three leads that didn't sign on. Dylan O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien. Tyler, Tyler Hecklin. And Wait, Arden no, we're not. Oh. oh, sorry. Who was it? Arden Cho. Arden yeah. Cho. The one female POC <laughs> ever to be a series regular on this show. Mm. The only other POC in the entire series is Tyler. Whack. Who's half Mexican or whatever. That's a lot um, of white people. Well, you're thinking of six seasons that started yeah. in like 2010 or whatever. Like, what if. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but no, get fucking this. Did they say why Arden Cho? Well, fucking get this. Oh, okay. I am infuriated. Oh, no. They offered, okay. Oh, even Crystal Reed is back as Allison. Really? So they're resurrecting her dead character because they said we don't have enough white people. 
<laughs> and she was like, I should have taken the money when I had the chance right. <laughs> for the rest of the seasons. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> and to bring that full circle. Basically, okay. Uh, like Kelly, Ke- Kelly? Shelly Hennig? Yeah. She's back as a lead. Uh, okay. Holland Roden's back as a lead. Okay. And Crystal Reed is back as a lead. Whack. So there's the three lead women, right? Yeah. <laughs> they want Arden Cho back. They wanted to bring Kira back. Right. They offered her as a lead role. Okay. Same exact screen time as Crystal, Holland, and Shelley. Right. They offered her half the pay. Ooh. The one POC, they offered half the pay. Oh, your racism is showing. What do you- I thought Hollywood had this discussion two years ago. I. <coughs> you just cough in my presence. That's so fucked up Sorry. of you. And like, oh, oh, so she obviously said no. Fair. She said, no, I have self-respect. Because the, there's literally no other reason for them to have done that. It gets worse. Oh, no. For the full context, okay, so <coughs> for the full context, this was a report in the original Variety article, right? Okay. That um, she was offered half the pay. That's why she's not back. Dylan's a definite no. He doesn't want to come back. Aww. Tyler Hecklin is in negotiations and maybe. Okay. Right. I wonder why Dylan doesn't want. I mean, he's got a lot of things going on. He's big. Boobies he's fucking fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want him to come back. <laughs> yeah. So fair, fair. Although I'm hoping that if Tyler Heckland also doesn't come back, they might make Sterek happen off screen. How iconic. iconic <laughs> they won't do that because but they, they should. They should. And but that's my point. They won't do that because they've got Styles and Lydia together. So they'll just. Yeah, but if he's not in it, she is. Yeah, but then they'll just reference that relationship. No, no one screen. cares about Teen Wolf anymore. I do. I still read Jesus. Teen Wolf fan fiction. I <laughs> I still I read it. Teen Wolf fan fiction, but I'm not. I'm not watching this fucking movie. Like, oh, um, or this spin-off series. Is there a whole spin-off series? Yeah, but it's based on books this time. I would so they probably have watch direction. it if Tyler Hecklin came back. I'd probably dip my toes in. I'd consider it. Um, <laughs> but there's pretty much no. Um, Dylan O'Brien and Tyler Hecklin are pretty much the only two reasons why I would watch it. And if yeah. neither of them are in it. Well, anyway, back to Arden Cho. Right. So they didn't, no one really said anything about all of this, this report that she was Why getting half the pay. Teen Wolf again? Sorry. <laughs> no one said anything. Most of the seasons are quite short, actually. But anyway, no one said, none of the cast members said anything about this report um, that she was getting half the pay. Mm-hmm. But everyone was talking about it. Mm-hmm. And someone went into Dylan O'Brien's Twitter likes. Iconic. And he was liking all these posts saying, this is so fucked up. Arden Show deserved more. If the cast knew about this, why are they signing on? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. And he was liking them all. So that was the first thing a cast member had kind of, quote unquote, said, acknowledged. Conspiracy Which basically theory. gives it some weight. Yeah. It means it's probably true. And then Arden did say something. Iconic. And she said, yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> Queen shit. <laughs> she said, yeah, it's true. I'm not going to go back. Watch my new Netflix show that I'm the lead of when it comes out. Cute. Um, Iconic. We stand all that. Wait, do we think that's why Dylan O'Brien didn't come back? People are saying that it's possible. It's possible. Yeah, that okay. he didn't want to be a part of something that I don't know how true that is. But anyway, um, he was liking tweets about it, but still, he well, he was have. the first one to actually like yeah. acknowledge the situation. But um, <sighs> Jeff Davis mm. is so 
I don't know why they want to bring Kira back. Mm. But now they plan, they released a casting. Oh, no. Casting announcement that they want to recast Kira. Oh, no. For the same pay. And it's like, if you need Kira in the show, that in the movie that badly for the plot, pay Arden Cho what she deserves, which is an equal pay as the rest of the cast, and don't fuck over her, and don't fuck over someone else who is less, less of a known actor, who is more likely to be taken advantage of, I just think it's fucked up. If she's that I, necessary to the story. Well, because the thing is, is if, if she is that necessary to the story, there is literally no other reason for her to not be getting paid other Correct. than the fact that she's a pug. Like, there's there's nothing. There is nothing. Because if she's same, same, same screen time, she was just as important of a character. Was she in the original? I don't remember. It's been so long. She was the lead in two seasons. Right. And she never made the same amount. Yeah. Three seasons. Were they were... Three, were they the last? Was she in the last season? No. She left and there was a whole conspiracy theory about why she left and it was never explained and now I guess we know why. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. Truly wild. Truly wild. And it's, that's, I don't understand. If she's that integral to the story, clearly she is a lead who needs to be paid as such. Yeah. It's just, just, it just genuinely does not make And any instead sense. of rectifying the situation- MTV and Jeff Davis were like, no, we'll just recast her with someone who's unknown. That's so stupid. It's so stupid. And really rude. And whilst I hope, you know, I want Dylan to have said no because of this. Yeah. I know it's mostly because conditions on the original show were shitty. Oh, that sucks. Um, And that's why he doesn't want to come back. Well, that's I'm pretty fair. sure they didn't, like. Can you imagine having to say the words that Jeff Davis has written? <laughs> but he said them so well. <laughs> well, sure, he did. Dylan O'Brien was the best actor on that show, and I will also, take Also, not to be rude, no. but Tyler Hecklin, Dylan O'Brien, and Arden, Arden Cho are the only three original, or the only three cast members, main cast members, who have had a consistent career since. Are they? Literally none of the others have. What's Tyler that? Posey went and did OnlyFans. That's so fucking funny still. It's still iconic, frankly. Truly. Um, and truth or dare. Ellen Brighton never did anything really. She was in the second no. escape room or something for like yeah. 10 minutes. Uh, Colton Haynes has sort of, he's coming back by the way. And he's, I didn't watch the last 10 episodes of season six, but apparently him and one of the twin werewolves are gay for each other. Yeah. Did you not watch any of those episodes? No, because that's dumb. No, that it was like a full on. He was in a committed relate. Like he never showed. Oh, whatever. No, it was. It was like. I mean, it's been so long since I've seen it now, but at the time, I definitely was surprised at how much screen time they actually got as a gay couple. Like there was like full on in the kissing. last ten episodes. Yeah, they only made his character gay because Colton Haynes is gay. You know what I think would have been the better choice? What to keep his character straight and prove that gay people can play straight people. It's not just the other way around. Straight people can play gay people. Why can't gay people play straight people? Well, he pl- maybe it's was playing a bi character. Sure. Because he was still with Holland Red sure. in the beginning. But this is a hyper male, like an <laughs> aggressively straight character in the first yeah. two seasons. Yeah. No? I thought it was nice. Sure, it's lovely. <laughs> but there were better places to go with representation. No? I mean, 
they could have perhaps yeah, made the existing I'll gay character take Danny your opinion on it. an actual part of the show. Yeah, that's true. That that's would have fair. been lovely. That's I think he was, wasn't he? He was never a series regular. He was never like he was barely reoccurring. He never had any plot significance. I feel like I maybe I remember him dying. Maybe that happened in the last season. I don't know if he's dead. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna have to take your word for it because I kind of think it's stupid. I'm straight. And I thought it was nice at the time. But if you think it's stupid, then I agree. I think it's fine. I just think <laughs> this is an established straight character. <laughs> like hyper straight. Yeah. Why not prove that gay people can play? Because Colton Haynes came out like a year before the final season aired. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's bring him back. But since Colton's gay now, <laughs> let's make the character gay. I mean, I understand where you're coming from. I think it's dumb. Like, name gay people in Hollywood that are allowed to play straight. Literally name any. But, like... Name one. I don't really... A single one. Don't. I, honest to God, couldn't even name any gay Hollywood people except for Christian Stewart. Christian Stewart. I just don't keep up with people's sexualities. (laughs) Yeah, I'm specifically kind of talking about gay men, too, because I feel like... Yeah, no, that's really fair. Hollywood is still so straight that... um. They're it's happy true. to fetishize queer women. Yeah, that's probably and true. And let them play whoever they want, you know? Yeah, that's really fair. Whereas with gay men, it's kind of like, ill. Gays kissing on my screen, ill, you know? Yeah, that's that's probably, yeah, that's true. I would agree with that, I feel like. You should feel like. I'm yeah. right. No, well, you would know better than me. <laughs> Not to say that gay women in Hollywood don't have it hard. Obviously, they do. But yeah, like, it's a different kind of hard. It's a different kind of hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, well, that got... Like, I think gay women in Hollywood aren't taken seriously. Yeah. But gay men in Hollywood aren't even considered. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it does. Like, gay women are hypersexualized. Yeah. Whereas the men And let's are not just... even talk about people who don't even identify as a man or a woman. It's a whole other thing. That's true. I don't know. This whole thing about Teen Wolf infuriated me, and ugh. we had this reckoning two years ago, near the beginning of COVID, where all of the POC cast members of different shows were like, "Yeah, I don't hey. remember this." Kind of. Really? It was on like Vaguely. every CW show, Riverdale, and everything. All of the cast members were like, "Hey, if you wanna, if you wanna." show solidarity with BLM and stuff, all you white main cast members, offer the POC cast members on your show to see your salary, to see your pay, mm. because then they can compare and then they have better um, yeah. Negotiation. negotiation yeah, powers. So they did, and it turns out on like every CW show, Riverdale and shit, they were like <laughs> severely underpaying every woman of colour and stuff. Of course they were. Yeah. That's definitely not at all surprising. No. And honestly, good on Art and Show for just full on being like, yes, that did happen. Yeah. Recently. Wow. Well. Hmm. This whole thing's infuriating. It's really, it's true. I don't really have anything else to say because it's just like, that's just fucking dumb and it's stupid dumb. and racist. And that's that's the tea. No one watched the Teen Wolf movie. I, I mean, I don't care if you watch it. It's getting made no matter what. Um, 
That's fair. I feel like it's easier to boycott a show than a movie because a movie, once it's out, it's like there, there. forever. <laughs> a show, it's yeah, like if no really one watches, fair. no more seasons. Yeah, that's fair. Who says cancel well, culture is bad? Not necessarily because then they might make more movies. If it does well. I don't think it'll be worth it for them, I mean. Good. Like I think the initial novelty of yeah, it coming a back. Teen Wolf movie will get them views and then after that yeah. everyone will be like, oh, in 2022, it does not hold up. Yeah. <laughs> That's really 100% when it start, accurate. It, it's been 10 years since season one, right? More, more than. More oh, than. 2011. 11. Yeah, 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 more than. It's been more than 10 years since the original series started. Since then, think about how the public oh, yeah. perception of these type of shows have changed. Instead of Pretty Little Liars and Teen Wolf and Riverdale type shows, we now have Euphoria and shows <laughs> like that. Teens don't want melodrama anymore. Teens no. want cock out, pussy out. <laughs> Drugs Graphic snorted, sex. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Maybe it will appeal to our generation then. I don't want that. I cannot. I will never be able to watch Euphoria. It just seems too intense for me. I'm not about that. I haven't watched season two. I don't know if I will. Uh, bro, I've seen, like, people be full on, like, triggered by the show and then go into, like, a full To be fair, they give every warning possible before the show. Yeah, but I think people don't really take them seriously. Like, it's not the show's fault, for sure. Yeah, that's, it's, not, that's on them. <laughs> it's, it's it's definitely on the person for watching it. If as but a person like, you know that you have triggers, yeah, and you see a trigger warning and still... Watch it. I'm not... I mean, I totally agree. But the fact that people can be triggered by it, like, that yeah, much, makes me go, I don't have triggers personally, but I just yeah. don't have the headspace for that. So yeah, no, that's really I'm fair. outie. I think that's fair. Yeah. I'd agree. Any show that needs a trigger warning before it or a content yeah. warning, consider if it's necessary. Oh, for sure. Not not for just the people that have been triggered, just for like normalizing stuff and stuff, And you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it obviously will depend on like graphic sex. I'm here for that. I'm happy to watch that. Whatever. Drug abuse. We're talking like there's like apparently this whole plot line. The, the drug abuse is the worst part of the show, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, As in just, like the most harmful part. Yeah, it's just a lot. It doesn't glorify it. The plot of the show is Ru, uh, Zendaya's character, Rue. Yeah. Her life is being destroyed by drugs. Yeah, yeah, so it's no. it's not glorifying it, but it is, it makes it seem like every kid at every party is doing yeah. hardcore Ugh. drugs, you know? And it's like, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real life. Maybe in America it is. No, <laughs> Definitely in America. Here. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Mm. It just seems like it's too much for me personally. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And typically, I mean, I don't think there's graphic sex so much as there's graphic nudity in the show. Yeah. Like there's a lot of penis, but it's like flaccid and non-sexual. Okay, cool. Which usually I'd be here for, but they said it in a high school, so it's like. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's weird. That's right. I keep forgetting it's high school. That makes school. me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Just said it in college and be done with it. It's really true because it's not like the actor's. They're all 30. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're all older. So yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Weird. Mm. Weird. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. So we review Marry Me because we're already 42 minutes in. No, I have more. Oh, God. Hurry up. Um, What else do I have? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. 
has a new show on Disney Plus slash star called Abbott Elementary. Right. It's a sitcom. Okay. 22 minute episodes. It's a mockumentary style. Okay. When I say it is the perfect show. <laughs> you say that a lot. <laughs> no, this is the most absolutely wholesome yet hilarious and light yet talks about real things. It's like the perfect sitcom. That's what the movie today could have been, but yes. Could it? Yes, it could have. And then it, could it? did not at all. It's basically just about the teachers at um an underfunded public school in America. Oof. And it's like a mockumentary comedy, like Parks and Rec, The Office type thing. Iconic. And you are going to be deeply obsessed with it because there is a very Jim and Pam okay. aspect to it, which I'm obsessed with already. Love that. Love it's so good. hot teachers. I'm not going to lie. That's just a thing that I dig. So, you know, if there's that, I love the show already. They're not not hot. They're attractive, but they're not. I mean. It's like normal people is the vibe. I kind of, I vibe with that. And, you know, when they have a good personality, it just always makes them like 10 times more attractive than they actually are. So <laughs> um, it's so wholesome and so good. Um, I truly think you're going to be obsessed. There's four episodes so far and I'm in Australia. I think there's like nine in America. I can't watch it yet. I have to wait. I don't know why we're getting it so late. Yeah. But anyway, it's so fucking good. Everyone okay. watch it. I think it's doing really well. With our viewership in America, so As I'm it confident like it's it not just going to be cancelled on a cliffhanger. Oh God! Don't even bring those words into existence. Yeah. Um, touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> but no, it's so so good, and I'm obsessed with it. And okay, I need everyone right. to watch it. Okay, I will. On that, I watched the second episode em- episode of the zombie show last night. Oh, the one on Netflix, so the all Korean of us are dead one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I think so. All of us are dead. It's. The episode again was an hour and 10 minutes, which is just too long. And by the time I got to the end of the episode, I was like, I don't want to watch any more of this. But now today I'm like, okay, no, I could probably watch. I think I want to know what happens. So <laughs> I'm not like extremely intrigued, but I might watch another episode, Interesting. which is probably a pretty good indication of the fact that I don't really like it. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I don't really like it. I mean, I usually say give it three episodes. Yeah. Mm. How many episodes is it? Nine, I think. But by the time you get to the ninth, yeah. But by the time you get to the ninth, the episodes have gone down to like forty-five to fifty minutes, Uh, as opposed to the more than an hour. So that'll make it easier to digest. Mm. Digest. Yeah. What was your next thing? Uh, the the Barbie movie. What? Have you seen anything about the Barbie movie? No. What Barbie movie? The one. Okay, wait. <laughs> the one. Basically, they're doing a Barbie movie. Okay. There's been no plot, uh, like, description or anything yet. Right. It's An been... animated one or a live action one? Live action. Ooh. I don't know if I vibe with that. Depends what Barbie you looks like. You need to like. hear the cast. Oh, okay. Because my specific thing is this cast is wild. <laughs> okay. And I truly cannot imagine what this will be about. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Have they cast Barbie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Ken. I'm scared. Oh, fuck. And an array of side characters. I'm scared to know what Barbie and Ken are going to look like. I don't think you're ready. Oh, um, no. Okay, I've basically, I've got a, an article by um on them. Okay. Uh, And so Greta Gerwig of Little Women and Lady Bird and stuff is meant to be directing the project. Okay. 
which is a wild. That's that's interesting. There's gonna be deep. Gonna be a deep Barbie movie. Which, like from the get is wild. Yeah. Right. Greta Gerwig directing. Margot Robbie is Barbie. Thinking. Okay, stop. No. Wait, no. Ryan Gosling is Ken. <laughs> and then do you want to hear all the supporting cast? Well, members? wait a second, because why are they so old? <laughs> And I mean, they're not old, but when I think of Barbie, I think of like 20, 15, you know, like young. Is this supposed to be an adult Barbie? We don't know. (laughs) Literally nothing has come out. But for the stars that have signed on, it has to have some quality that's iconic. Wait, imagine if there's a graphic sex scene. (laughs) Between Barbie and Ken where they just bump, bump together. (laughs) Yes, I'm into it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Also stars Kate McKinnon. Okay. So, thinking comedy. Okay. Is it, um, um, does she have a name? No. Okay. okay Un- do you want to hear her Unnamed else? character. Yep. Simu Liu from Shang-Chi. <laughs> okay. I'm loving the diversity. America Ferreira from Ugly Betty and Superstore. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Greta Gerwig directing. Oh, uh, wait, they, they cast more people. Barbie movie cast. That's those are some choices. I would say I've no. I don't feel like I've ever seen Margot Robbie in a comedy, but definitely Ryan Gosling. I feel like I have the Nice Guys. That was pretty funny. Oh, yeah, was America funny. Ferrara. She's also a comedy actress. Kate McKinnon, comedy actress. So it okay. has to be going to be. They've released just the logline. Oh God. The logline says. A doll living in Barbie land is expelled for not being perfect enough and sets off on an adventure in the real world. A live-action feature film based on the popular line of Barbie toys. Is it going to start as an animation, like Enchanted, and then... Iconic. (laughs) Like, what even is this cast? I'm kind of... No, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Okay, so... Well, my next question was... Tell me what you think this movie is. Okay, no, I'm like from that log line. I'm get. I, I'm actually feeling very much like it's almost going to be enchanted esque, but not necessarily the romance side. Okay, so Barbie and Ken are living in their ideal fantasy world in Toyland, and then well, maybe Ken has to go looking for her. Okay, I'm not really sure what Ken fits into us. I just definitely assumed that he was going to be there in the beginning. But Ken, I don't, I don't know where Ken falls here. <laughs> Barbie is, you know, I think that everyone sees her as perfect, but she doesn't feel perfect. So she's like, I'm going to go on an adventure to find myself. And that's where she runs. She goes out into the real world. And that's where she finds Kate McKinnon and America Ferrara who are like imperfect women. Like or working at a at. magazine or something? No, definitely not. Work. No, they're going to be like, um, I'm, I'm picturing Kate McKinnon as a florist. America Ferrara as, um, she's a tour guide. <laughs> oh my God. I assumed it would be like a, like almost a workplace comedy. No, I don't think so. And like the love interest is like Simu Lu or something. Oh, that's right. I he's definitely going to be. They work at like a fashion house or something that's Barbie-esque. No, I And she I thinks, think... well, I'm Barbie. I go there. I get a job. No. I'm going to be number one. No, I think. I'm a Barbie girl. No, shut up. <laughs> I think Barbie's going to reject it all. That's what I think it's. I think, gay? That, I think Maybe. No, I don't think so. I think they're right. going to make Simu the love interest. Love interest. Yeah. No, I think, um, I think they're going to go faux deep and try and prove that even Barbie is a real girl who, interesting, you know, 
She's quirky too. She has weird likes and she, <laughs> you know, she she's just a regular. She likes long walks on the beach and regular. pina coladas. Pina colada. You know, da, da. I don't think they're going to go the fashion I do. lady route. They're gonna I go think it's going to be like a classic Amy Schumer comedy, like train wreck and stuff. Maybe. What's That'd that? be good. Um, a graphic. Like, I feel pretty. <laughs> Yeah. Like mm. set in a fashion house or something where I don't want it's like that. a rom commy type sitch where she's trying to find herself. Yeah. That's one hundred percent what it's gonna be. I hope it is. But I don't think fashion house. Uh, maybe but like that's probably what because Greta do. Gerwig. Yeah. Like, shoot it on like thirty five millimeter film. <laughs> Iconic. You know? Yeah. I'm here for it. I, I'm, I'm I'm really attached to this idea now. I'm not gonna if the movie is not about this, it has to either oh, the Barbie movie. If the Barbie movie doesn't... Which plot? Us. What we're, what we're working well, with I right now. Well, I said one thing and you said a different thing. They're very similar things. Are they? They are because the whole... This is it. She leaves her world behind and Ken, the perfect doll, yeah. to go out and find that she can do anything she wants to do. Yeah. And she's going to have a bunch of diverse friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and realise, you know, she doesn't Good have point. to just be the perfect okay, so Barbie. In that vein, I think the next person to be cast will be... An already famous black actress. Yeah, it's either going to be like Aquafina or Queen Latifah or something like that. That's the route they'll go. <laughs> they were two very left field choices. <laughs> no, that's what they're going to do. I think it's going to be someone like Rihanna. I'd welcome that. No, I think it's going to be someone. Hmm. Maybe a gay person. Who's a gay man in Hollywood? Dan Levy, but they'll mm, make him that. play the exact same character that is in and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Extremely overly stereotypedly gay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I kind of vibe with it. this idea. Like, if they do it right, it could be a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah. TBH. Yeah. I'm excited in three years from now when it comes out. We're going to go see it opening day. I I agree. This is my most anticipated movie. Of 2025. <laughs> yeah. I think the next two people to be cast is going to be like Issa Rae. Okay. And like Dan Levy or something. Yeah. And it's going to get cancelled by the far right, by Republicans. Oh, 100. I mean, already. Because it's like, you're yeah, trying to diversify Bobby. Bobby. Just let her be. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, look, if Bobby wants to be an icon, Bobby's going to be an icon. Accurate. You and know? also, let's be honest, Mattel have actually been extremely diverse with their Barbie dolls for, like, more than 10 years. Yeah. So, you know, one Pretty could say they it. pioneered. This could be the new Marvel. I'm into that. Barbie Swan Lake, Bar- Princess and the Pauper. You think about Margot it. Margot Robbie, is she in but- all of them? <laughs> I'm into it. Um, <laughs> no, like, okay, because the only reason that the Marvel Universe has worked so well for Disney and stuff mm. is because of the merchandise sales. Right. That's where they get 90% of their income. Okay. Like, 90% of the Marvel movie profit is from selling toys. That doesn't make any sense. Their movies gross a billion dollars. You would be surprised that a billion dollar movie doesn't make as much as you would think. But their budgets are, like... 500 or 600 millions, which would be like 200 million budgets. So they made 800 billion, minimum another billion marketing. Yeah, that's true. Their budget doesn't usually include like it's all they don't, they obviously still make a fuck ton, but 
not as much as you would think. All right. But I'm telling you, 90% of Marvel profit comes from merchandise, toys. Okay. And clothes and stuff. Right. The reason that this Barbie movie could work. Yes, for the same reason. because of all, all, all the Barbie tie-in toys to the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's right? really true. Because Barbie is already green light established. Immediately green light a spin-off. <laughs> TV show. Pretty soon you've got the BCU. <laughs> okay? I want it so bad, I want it BCU. So bad. A BCU of, like, romantic comedies. I'm here for it. I'm so here, for it. here for it. Do you know a lot of the Barbie movies as well weren't even didn't really even have romantic storylines. I personally want the romance. I mean, I'm definitely here for that too, but, you know. Bratz is next. I loved the Bratz movies when I was younger. Good. Do you remember, did you ever watch The Princess and the Pauper? I'm just like you. You're. And do you remember they did that jewel wedding at the end? I was always like, cringe. That's the one with um, the creepy villain, right? Who sings a song in the caves. Maybe. That might be the Swan Princess one. Should we watch all of the animated Barbie movies? I've probably only ever seen like three or four of them. That's probably all I've seen too when I was like a kid. Yeah. Cousins or something. I think there's a lot. We'll add it onto our movie marathon list. Okay, all right, good. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole different thing. Um, no, but now that we're talking about romantic comedies, let's talk about Marry Me. Okay, cool. All Maybe. right, fucking Film finally. Have so many opinions on. Oh. For context, Marry Me is the new rom-com by Universal Pictures. Mm. That's important to remember because the movie does not let you forget that it's an NBC Universal production. Oh, didn't it? Oh, that's true. I guess Jimmy <sighs> Fallon and I wasn't thinking about it. Every but. <laughs> piece of media. Okay, this is a movie that is about a superstar, so it very heavily features real-life social media and yeah. real-life entertainment like the jimmy fallon show and stuff yeah every one of those pieces of media owned by nbc iconic but for context it's a romantic comedy starring jennifer lopez and owen wilson and maluma um i just don't really see sorry to get right into it but i don't really see owen wilson as a romantic lead so i was like immediately taken out (laughs) what about in that jennifer aston one don't know okay um anyway the movie (laughs) everywhere is in some cinemas in America, it's in cinemas and on Peacock, mm. the streaming service. So, like, don't leave your house to go see it. Yes, if you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, I have so many thoughts. I I wrote agree. I'm going to start and say that it was genuinely one of the worst written movies I've ever seen. It was such a poor screenplay. In so many aspects, like the actual dialogue was terrible. Both of the main characters were vaguely unlikable. Jennifer Lopez had basically no agency the entire movie. Owen Wilson started making some really extreme demands towards well, yeah, the end. That's one of my big points is um, that. And I will say but that first, I still we need to talk it. about the most important okay. thing in the movie. And that was a random Jamila Jamil cameo near the end. Oh my God! I When I saw her, I was like, wait, is that a way? Think it is? Why? That was weird. Why? It was so weird. I mean, I vibed with well, Yeah, I like it. her, but like, why? No, yeah. It was so random. And not to mention the chunk of the movie where Sarah Silverman's character just didn't exist anymore. Who's that? The best friend of Owen Wilson's best friend. The lesbian. Oh. That's Sarah Silverman, the comedian. And she was in the first 50 minutes. Yeah. 
And then there was like a half hour break where she just didn't exist. Was there? And then she was in the last 15 minutes again. See, I hardly even noticed that. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <sighs> Wait, can we talk about one thing before we start this? Okay. And that is that I'm pretty sure this is the movie that um was about to start filming when Army Hammer got outed as a sexual assaulter and a um, cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so hard to say those words. Um, I tried to explain to Mackenzie the other day. He was, uh, I think he voiced, we were watching Cars 2 and he voiced a character in Cars 2 and when the credits came up and said Army Hammer, I was like, that cannibal? And Mackenzie was cannibal. like, what? Was like, that bro, cannibal? do you not remember when all those allegations came out that he was like a cannibal? And Mackenzie was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So I had to like run it through with him. There was like a, a like a one week period where people genuinely thought that he killed, ate, and buried someone in the Los Angeles desert. No, I don't remember that. <laughs> Shit was wild. They were like, "Oh my god, his house was something in his suburban oh area. Someone went missing, and they found a body buried, like the bones, and they never found the killer. Oh what if god. it was Army Hammer? And like, it's genuinely picked up steam." Oh my god! Thank God, what the fuck? Anyway, um, this movie was about to start filming when that happened, and um, obviously he was fired. <laughs> obviously, and they just had to like randomly cast whoever was available, and it was Owen Wilson. Oh, weird. Yeah, that would have given the movie a completely different vibe to have that like traditionally handsome lead. Sorry, I'm so glad Owen he's Wilson. not. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I don't think. I wouldn't have said not, it not if it had like Army flippant. Hammer. Not to be like flippant, but Eric, like not forgetting about all of these allegations. Yeah. He's still not a charming lead. That's really fair. I don't think he's. Like, I see he, him very, like, as a very he's aggressive. He's the asshole ex in it. Yeah. He's not the lead. Yeah. No, I see him as like a generally very aggressive type of actor in person. So mm. I would agree with that. And also, every movie that he leads flops. So. Jennifer mm. Lopez doesn't deserve that. Oh, that's accurate. That's true. Literally all of his movies flop, just so you know. Good. I really liked The Man from Uncle. Flopped. Was a, that probably had less to do with him, though. Still flopped. Okay. Hashtag flop. Flop. I totally agree. Otherwise, they would have made more movies. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Before we talk about the writing, because I think we have the same issues mm. about the writing. Mm, probably. My it's other very notes. obvious. Uh, my other main note was <laughs> that I kind of am obsessed with this movie purely because I have a conspiracy theory. Okay. And that theory is I think they wrote this movie, Marry Me, mm. purely to make Jimmy Fallon look like a cunt. <laughs> and they succeeded. And they succeeded. <laughs> the fact that NBC was like, Jimmy, you have to be in this movie or we're going to take you off the show. Iconic. And he was like, fine. And they're like, you're playing yourself. And he was like, Fine. And then they handed him the script and he was just this monster of an asshole. Oh my God, truly. He was like this sexist piece of shit. Truly. I don't know if that's what he's like in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but if the company that owns him yeah. is saying this is Jimmy. Yeah. Um, Jimmy. I mean, it, that's definitely a choice for them to. So yeah, I'm convinced they wrote this entire movie just to shit on Jimmy Fallon, which that's I love. Hilarious. That's so damn funny. I mean, it was really. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. The amount well, of times Jennifer already. Lopez was just sitting there watching an episode of The Tonight <laughs> Show starring Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon, Fallon. And Jimmy Fallon was like bullying her about her marriages and stuff. Yeah. What? Yeah. Couldn't they have done some uh, 
diversity in, in in the news program she yeah, was watching. Yeah, it's really true. <laughs> Just instead of piling up on Jimmy, that's so damn funny. Well, I think the thing about it is, is it's like, why do they have to keep making the point? Like, it was established very early on that people don't take her seriously as a as a musician mm-hmm. because of her age and mm-hmm. blah blah blah. And like, still every every five minutes wasn't every five minutes but every opportunity they got to reinforce the idea to the audience that the general public in the movie mm. verse doesn't like her was like oh we get it yeah. <laughs> which speaking of i don't know if you picked up on this but there was a random when owen wilson and jennifer lopez were like bonding mm. that was like a random thing where they were like trauma dumping and she was like oh yeah and there was a sex tape yeah and he was like oh yeah the sex tape that was a lot. And then that was it. That was Nothing. A lot. They didn't expand on that? No. Nothing. And it was like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have so many issues with this. I'm not going to lie. I actually really, the thing that really pissed me off about it was, um, um, it was something completely different because she mentioned that the, her marriage to Owen Wilson, Owen Wilson was going to be her fourth marriage. Yeah. And then she was like, but then she met Bastion right after her second marriage ended. So I was like, well, who the fuck was the third husband? <laughs> oh, did they say that? Yeah, they said that. Oh, interesting. I, I reckon was that was hella just a mistake. confused. Oh, yes. Yeah, so that's complete. And that was around the same that's time iconic. that they mentioned the sex tape because yeah. the second it's husband, the I bit, think. Yeah. yeah. So like, I got caught up in tape. that. And I was like, I'm... <laughs> that's iconic. Yeah. I forgot to just edit that. <laughs> but um, why would they bring in this entirely... I would have watched a movie about a pop star whose sex tape leaked. Yeah. And, and they're trying, trying to salvage that crap. Yeah, exactly. Reputation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But this was just a throwaway line that apparently didn't affect her at all. No, apparently not. Aside from the fact that she knew that she, he wasn't the man she was supposed to be with. And now she needed to continue on with her quest to find... And yeah, there's so many moments like that in the movie where it's yeah. like, we're going to drop this random bombshell that alone would have made a far superior film. But that's yeah. not this film. This film yeah. is... A relatively straightforward romance until the end where we change it to a romantic comedy with, like, the ex who she might, you know? Yeah. I feel like they should have just forgotten about <laughs> They didn't need the whole romantic comedy, um, uh, you Love know. triangle. The full hero's journey where they break up near the end and then get back together near the end. Do you know? I don't think they needed that. I saw a TikTok last night that was like... I hate, I get really frustrated with romance books because like 95% of the time, Mm. if the couple gets together in the beginning of the book, at the 75% mark, they break up. And then there was a comment who was like, yeah, I always get to about the 60% mark and start to get really anxious because I'm like, well, I know what's coming up. And that literally happened to me in this movie. They were together. Everything was going well. I was like, we're about to get to the 75% mark. They're going to break up. I don't like that. Sweaty. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is how you write a romantic comedy. I'm out. I don't like that. I dare you to go watch any romantic comedy. Oh, I know. what happens. I know. It's infuriating. It's infuriating. (laughs) Give me the couple who faces a hardship and then works through it together. Exactly. It would have been so much more... um, solid as a film yeah. if it was just a straight romance. It's really true. Cause they didn't it, need to break them up. And t- like, oh, it didn't really make much sense because, like, what happened was Owen Wilson breaks up with Jennifer Lopez being like, well, okay, yes. we don't belong together. Let's get into the plot now. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I'm still talking the about screen this, Well, this is the screenwriting. This, yeah, this yeah, yeah. one of my notes is yeah. So, okay, he yeah, so randomly he, breaks up with he her. He randomly breaks up. The implication... 
The implications. But it's never the expressed. international implications that But it's has. never expressly said is that he breaks up with her because he thinks that Jennifer Lopez either wants to be or should be back together with Bastion. Well, it's heavily implied that jealousy is the driving factor. Yeah. Right? His major flaw. That's not even true. Throughout the entire movie up to this point, the 70% mark, his major flaw is that he doesn't fit into this yeah. rich and fabulous, famous lifestyle, right? Yeah. That's the famous flaw. You think that's what's going to break him up. Yeah. And text, textually, in the text, that is why they break up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He says the words, I don't belong with this. Yes. Yep. But the implications, yeah. and let's be real, they're not subtle. No, they're not subtle. By implications, I mean the clear reason for it based on <laughs> the looks and the everything. Yeah. Is that he's jealous. He's jealous, yeah. So as a viewer who's not brain dead, <laughs> you can extrapolate that his major flaw is that he's jealous. Yeah. And by the end of the film, in the last 20 minutes, he's going to get over his jealousy. Yes. She's going to... Yeah. What was her flaw? I'm none. She was perfect. Her flaw was, yeah, she relies too much on other people. That was her flaw. Well, and According I, to the writers. Yeah. Well, According to the writers. she cared too much about what everyone was kind of thinking about her. Oh, no, her major flaw was that she cared that she got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Anyway, but then how it ends. So he breaks up with her, says, I don't fit anymore. We go, well, it's because you're jealous. jealous. And then she's the one who then has to make amends. It made no sense. It makes no sense. Absolutely. It actually really frustrated me because I was like, he... She didn't do anything wrong. No, like, she did not do anything inherently wrong. She didn't In fact, even, she was very accommodating. She was extremely she accommodating. Was very, uh, very aware of his emotions and feelings. She was. She kept checking up on him. She did. And even when like it became clear to everyone, including her, that he was jealous of what was going on, she still was like, I promise, like, it's yeah, all yeah, good. Yeah. We're fine. On stage. They didn't even do anything. Bastion like reached out to her yeah. to touch her face and she like stepped back. It's like she's done everything yeah. she fucking can. Like she's She's good, you know? Yeah. You're breaking up with her because you're jealous. and But then they just never addressed it. They just made it out like she was the one who was at who fault. Like, up. that's what... Correct. And that is yeah. why you are correct. And this movie was... Bad. A faux feminist film. Exactly. They yes. were like, yes, this is about <laughs> feminism. Yeah. In reality, it was like, no. She's the one who... She's the one who's a fuck up. Yeah. Despite the fact that she did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong. Objectively. I feel like a Republican would watch this and be like, what did she do? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's 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 really true. And I feel like it's really interesting because it's actually quite a common trope, this whole like celebrity with a normal person. But usually the roles are flipped. Yeah. And it's that the man is the celebrity. Yeah. The woman is the normal person. And then it's actually almost always the same conflict too. She feels like she doesn't fit in. She might get jealous. But then well, he's paper, yeah. then the one who has to, like, yes. apologise. And on paper, that is the plot. And in, in paper, in this film, it is the plot. Yeah, exactly. But again, just... they do heavily, heavily, heavily imply that it's actually jealousy. Yes. Well, uh, yeah. No, they 100%. I feel like it's almost addressed, you know, when um, when he kind of, like, butts in when yeah. they're celebrating the Grammy norm and then yeah. they she takes him outside to talk about it and he's like, no, I'm just being a Because jerk. he's a fragile little man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's really <sighs> true. He was not likable. I'm sorry, but if you if your movie makes Owen Wilson unlikable... Yeah. 
I see. And the issue is, is that's actually the second thing that happened. Like, if that was the one isolated incident, I'd be like, okay, this is just bad writing, but whatever. The character's not necessarily a throwaway. Can I guess? Yeah. I think the other issue, which is the issue I also had, is that halfway through the movie, the bonding, he says, you're too connected to your phone and you care too much about stuff. Well, and that you're not self-sufficient. Yeah. Well, she. The thing he said was like, "You're not self-sufficient," which was yeah. Up. You don't you you don't organize your own schedule. Yeah, blah blah blah. And it's all like, she does Bro. is perform for the millions. Yeah, it's like you can't book your own flight. Got a lot going and it's on. Like, so fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> what do you expect her to do? Be awake fucking twenty-seven hours a day? Like yeah. what the hell? Unless she's not wiping her own ass. Yeah. Then it's not too much. It's not a problem, honestly. It was and when, wild. It was it was absolutely wild, and it wasn't even like addressed as a problem. No. I was instead she was like, "Yes, I love it. Yes, I love this challenge. It's Let's really, do it." It's so true. The only thing it kind of get it like clawed back a shred when she was like, "Okay, well, if I do this, then you have to do this." Which, by the way, his thing was not at all equal to her thing. Instagram. Yeah, but still, I I did appreciate that when he was like, "No, I'm not doing that." She was like, "Well, then why the fuck would I do my thing if you're not going to do that?" Yeah. But still, it was not equal. Yeah, like. and also I just want to do a little um, side note. If we're making zero sense to you right now, that's yeah. because the film's plot makes zero sense. <laughs> it's really true. And I, I use the term plot loosely. So loosely. There was a – I feel – see, the thing about this movie is, like, I always knew it was going to be trash, obviously. It's <laughs> a weird – for them to just randomly get married because she saw him through the crowd. It's just a really weird basis for a plot. But – yeah. I see there was one moment right at the beginning, right when they got off stage and there was that real quite emotional moment of her dismissing the assistant and then having to get in the car with like that slow-mo paparazzi pictures, her crying. I was like, okay, this could be cool. That was the only good moment in the movie. (laughs) Everything else was pretty trash. Well, it also took a full 30 minutes of this one hour, 45 minute movie before they actually talked. It's true. It's really true. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I... I'm not counting the car ride. I'm counting when he goes to her workplace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's like 35 minutes in. Oof. That's a lot. See, I think this movie could have been really interesting if instead of framing her as some kind of villain for wanting to find love um, mm. and be a celebrity at the same time... Yeah. It could have been really interesting if instead the frame they'd taken was like the pressure that being a celebrity puts on relationships and how social media can really affect like the way celebrities or people mm-hmm. see themselves and their, their how they yeah. find themselves worthy of love ah. or whatever. They did not no. do anything like that at all. Like that's what I thought they were going to kind of do. When I watched the credits and three people came up as the writers – I yeah. said, three people <laughs> to write this? <laughs> well, like three toddlers. <laughs> it's really true. Well, they, I can just tell they're all in the writer's room. They were like, wrote this in 24 hours, yeah. high on like Coke and Red yeah. Bull. And they're like, yeah, this is yeah, lit. Yeah, literally, they're <laughs> writing it. They're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Either that or they just copy and pasted a fanfic. That is definitely the other and like, get J-Lo to write some bomber songs we're good specifically they copied a fanfic from Wattpad definitely nothing True. quality Trapped from like AO3 with George Hutchison. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. very that yeah. um <laughs> I just what did I, did I have any other notes yeah I said that it had an absolute 
absurd amount of product placement. It did have a lot of product placement. And it made me uncomfortable because <laughs> it was like meta product placement. Yeah. Where the Cat Val Cat Valdez, who was JLo's character, mm. had a brand deal with Vitamix. Yeah. And that was throughout the movie. And it was the literal brand Vitamix. So it was like, okay, well, yeah. they're clearly a brand placed in here. And then Apple was nonstop. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of iPhone-age happening. Yeah, but even like on-screen iPhone, which is yeah. rare. Yeah. Um, Because it has to be a very family-friendly film for yeah. no sex scene. I was actually going to say, towards the end of the movie, I genuinely felt like this movie was actually almost made for a family slash younger than us yeah. audiences because even in the opportunities Sorry. where they could kiss, like when they made up, they went in for a hug. So I was, was like, like a, that's, mm, was like yeah, yeah. But they went in for a hug first. Most I was like, time, this yeah. is unusual. Yeah. Like usually. Where is the sexual chemistry? Exactly. I'm getting yeah. best buddy vibes. Definitely. I, well, I'm no getting, fault of the actors, a, TBH. I think oh, yeah. pretty much all of the actors did. What, what they, they could. could. They, it was bad. They did a bad job, I'm not going to lie, but they but did like what, they could. Could. what they could. It was really bad writing. Um, my the songs other, were dope, though. I Sorry, I just remembered the worst example of product placement in the oh, film, no. which made me almost cackle out loud. Oh, no. And that was when they were in the classroom for the first time, um, and Kat was like, um, can one of you kids in this classroom, he's a teacher, by the way, um, can one of you kids bring up my performance at the 2009 VMAs? That was so fucking And funny. one of the kids is like, I got it, and whips open his Google Chromebook yeah. laptop and says, hey, Google, bring up Kat Valdez's 2009 VMAs performance. It was very funny. And then to stop the video, she says, hey, Google, stop the video. Yeah. And it's like, ma'am, this is too obvious. <laughs> this is like in those episodes of Drag Race back. <laughs> when they're doing like a sewing challenge. Yeah. And then I think like literally a couple episodes ago in on season 14, they were doing a sewing challenge and um, they had to open up these boxes that had all the materials and stuff. And there's just this random moisturizer in there. Iconic. And one of the queens goes, wow, I love this moisturizer. It's <laughs> like, that's what this Hey Google moment felt like in this film. <laughs> it was um, a lot. Kind of iconic of them to get Apple and Google to be in the film. But um, it's really true. Truly wild. My other point that I wrote down, we already kind of touched on, and that was all of this stuff about him being jealous and breaking it up and stuff. <sighs> Throughout the movie, there's these little red flags mm. of that he's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. um, and then this moment happens and it's like, oh yeah, he's a jealous monster and I don't think it's going to be resolved. Well, um, I, it's not that you don't think it's going to be because we all know it's going to be. It's that we think it shouldn't be. <laughs> we go, she's better off without him. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it happens so close to the end of the movie. It does. It's like the writers said, it's how close well. to the end point <laughs> can we make sure the audience hates the lead character? Mm, it's true. I know, 15 minutes before it ends. It, 100%. They were like, let's make, we're, we're going to like him the whole time and then Mostly. we're going to make everyone turn They're going to plant him. a few red flag seeds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which might turn into nothing, but could turn into something. Yeah. And it did. And it did. <laughs> yeah, this movie should not have been called Marry Me. It should have been called Red Flags. <laughs> well, again, I think the biggest issue with it, like everyone has bad personality traits and everyone has human instincts. And I think that him being jealous and unsure, like she was, again, she was very understanding, but... Mm. They didn't know each other and she was in love with someone else when they met and they'd only known each other for a couple of months. So I can understand, like, logically why he would be like, I don't think this is going to work out. But he didn't have the moment of I was actually 
wrong yeah. men. It never showed. It, it never showed us the moment a moment where he said he was wrong because, for all intents and purposes, he was. The movie says he's not wrong. He's exactly. a hero for this. Yeah. Um, for making her change. Yeah. Um. But we also didn't see the moment where he realized it. Really, no, no, definitely there was abs. The narrative one hundred percent was like it briefly, he was right. Yeah, he briefly turned up to this party, and the ex boyfriend was singing a song called Second Chances." Yeah, and that was it. Yeah, that was like the last straw for him. Yeah, it's like oh my god. What? Yeah, no, for sure. And then they don't see each other again until she flies across the fucking country to beg for him to take her back. It's like I, this <laughs> thing. You know what? It, yeah, I think it's just easy to tell that two of the three writers were men. Yes. And I think that's 100%. because they wrote this character who they deemed as noble. Yeah. When in reality it was really just a monster. Yes. Who was demanding a woman change for him. Yeah. And un- not un- just a woman. The a woman. severely successful woman. Yeah, it's really true. It's really, it's really true. And there was genuinely, she wasn't even like. Over obsessed with work or anything. No. That no, was never a problem. There was absolutely no arrogance, no egotism. She was not at any point like, oh my God. Being a celebrity is the be all end all. There was yeah. absolutely not like she was a very likable. And character. every time that he asked her to get rid of the documentary guy or turn off the phone, she, she did. did. Yeah, it was never. It was literally never an issue. Never an issue. Never ever ever. Until halfway through the movie, when he says, "Change your personality. Stop doing this." Yeah, and she says, "Okay, sweetie." It's really true. Okay, daddy. <laughs> God, you know, don't make it sexy. <laughs> I just, oh. yeah. Anyway, I loved this movie. <laughs> so much despite all of that it was pretty charming it was it would it had its own kind of like i think she was really likable yeah you know i she was she was i don't think jlo cannot be that's really fair no it was really it was cute the songs were fucking dope the songs were very good yeah the songs were really really good yeah i agree the songs were very good sorry i've been away from my microphone i've been hyped up (laughs) um (laughs) you can move the microphone Place no, I literally just forgot that we were recording a podcast because <laughs> I was venting so much about this movie. Um, yeah. But no, I, I I did like it. I just spent thirty minutes shitting on it, but it's like surface level enjoyable. Oh, I I just had an epiphany. Sorry, what go? I think this movie is so very early to mid two thousands rom com. It's really true. It gets this. Oh. But with 2000 and 2022 makeup and styling. And music. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, she goes, um, I've been in this career for like 20, 30 years, whatever. Did she? Well, that's what the assumption is. She's in her oh. 40s, 50s, whatever. Um, I think they said upwards of 35. They didn't even say. Well, he said that because they can't say women of forty mid 40s. Uh-huh. Because then. Oh, interesting. It's too specific. I don't okay. fucking know. But um, no, anyway, so I assume she's in her 40s in this. Okay. Is the implication that I got. Okay. She's been in this business for like 20 years, whatever, 15 years. And she says, this was my favorite song off my very first album. Yeah. You kids probably wouldn't know it because it's so old. And then she belts out this hyper modern song. Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, the thing that took me out there was that everyone knew the words. <laughs> well, is that? But they could have written a song that had more of an early two thousands, yeah. like I mean, they could have, but why synth would they? pop vibe or something? I don't know. Like, made more sense, you know? Yeah. I don't think it was very from an album twenty years ago. I don't think anyone aside from you would pick up on that. I definitely didn't. Oh, well, that annoyed me. But um, <laughs> I think plot wise, this movie was very two thousands in that it. It's that classic. Oh, it it almost. It almost gets the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it still falls back into that 90s, 80s 
the women are the problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is every mid two thousands movie, Made in Manhattan, all that. One hundred percent. Which also starring J Lo, you know, iconic. She's been <laughs> an icon for twenty years, guys. <laughs> that she has. Um, yeah. Wow. Okay, so that leads me to believe that this movie was written in two thousand two. That's and it's been possible. in the development pipeline since. They needed to find the perfect actress. Yeah, the perfect actor. <laughs> who then got accused of cannibalism. Yeah. <laughs> so they had to scramble and give yeah. us Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah, I think this movie was very two thousands. That's my final thought. I agree. Like the, it's those kinds of tropes, you know. Yeah. 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 I think that also probably why I like it. Probably because it throws me back to those mid two thousands. Yeah. Rom coms. That's really fair. You know, every Jennifer Aniston, every J Lo movie, Monster in Law. You know. I think everyone just really likes the idea of like attracting somebody that is so out of their league and so unrealistic in everyday circumstances that they're just like, yeah, this is a great movie, you know? I do. It's, it's well, that's why I'm, that's why it's based on fanfic. Sure. Fan oh, fiction is true. fan fiction for a reason. That's true. It's what we wanted it to happen. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, I do know, but I mean, that's why it's like, and all of those early two thousands movies are like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Actually, speaking of two thousands movies, you know the action adventure movies of the mid two thousands, like National Treasure and stuff. Yeah. That was apparently cool. Uncharted's like them. So okay. Like a globe trotting, straight up adventure movie. I'm. I'm. Which is what I loved about Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Last year. I'm kind of. That's exciting. Okay, I'm into that. I'm here for it. It's actually quite iconic. The um, audience score is like 95% or something. Really? And the critic score is like 45. Iconic! That's how you know it's going to be a good movie. That's how you know, right? <laughs> yeah. That's how you know it's going to be a fun movie. Yeah, that's true. That's really true. I'm not expecting emotional depth here. I'm expecting the main the main character, Tom Holland's Nathan Drake, to be like halfway through the movie. A female character with a personality. Change it all for me. Oh, yeah. that's. And the woman will be like, okay. Definitely going to happen as as we just spent the last thirty minutes talking about. Okay, I've played all four games that this movie is based on, right? Oh, I didn't know it was based on games. Yeah, um, and the games are very they're quite progressive in that they are female characters are like really well written. Okay, and they're not just there to be like a burden. It is as most games are, you know. I mean, why shouldn't why isn't she on the poster then? If there is a romantic interest so i don't know that i don't think i'm not sure that there is a romantic interest okay cool because there's basically two lead female characters in the game series right and one of them doesn't come in until the later game Uh, i don't know how to explain this okay i'm not sure i care the first game no introduces move on the main female lead which is elena okay but then the fourth game and third game have flashbacks to when he was a teen and when he was right. a very young adult. Right. With and they introduced Pre-Elena. Pre-Elena with a character named Chloe, who's Australian. Um, I vibe with that. And I think this movie is more is a straight-up prequel to the games kind of thing. Oh, okay. So it only stars one of them, not both of them. Right, that makes sense. I, look, I know absolutely nothing about this movie. I only learnt that it was a thing like two days ago when I saw a brief like banner for it. I saw Tom Holland within it. I was like, okay, this is cool. I'm down for an adventure treasure hunting movie. And then I saw Mark Wahlberg was in it. And I was like, Mm. do I want to see this? The only thing that I've 
really read about in reviews is that Mark Wahlberg gives nothing. Iconic. I mean, when does he ever like, give anything? Tom Holland's like all charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. <laughs> and then Mark Wahlberg's just there. Ill. If he's bit. just there, just get rid of him. Get rid of him. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Anyway. What a what an episode. Jesus. It's a normal length. It is. <laughs> Nicholas walking in here was like, I have a feeling this is going to be a shorter episode. <laughs> I mean, we could have talked about Marry Me for another 45. Oh, sure. You were the one who said we couldn't. I say, if you can watch it without leaving the house, watch it. Yeah. I did like it. I I did like it too. I Just be prepared to be slightly infuriated. If Excuse in your me. head you can just pretend it's from the mid-2000s where people weren't quite as socially aware as they are now yeah that's fair then maybe it's acceptable <laughs> yeah ugh. you know it's like pushing it yeah <laughs> it's, it's like, a fascinating it's like film technically you can look past it but you don't really want to <laughs> yeah i think it has relatively okay reviews too interesting because we didn't even talk about the fact that it is a fanfic movie but it takes itself quite seriously it does which is why i thought it was gonna touch on serious topics and then, but it did not no, it definitely thought it had something to say. Yeah. And it fucking said the opposite of what you would want it to say. It said men's rights. <laughs> it did. Ew. Ew. <laughs> All right. Shall we do our What the Fox of the Weeks? Yeah. Okay. I don't have one, though. Me either. Um, what the Fuck of the Weeks? Mm-hmm. Okay, my What the Fuck of the Week this week. Oh, I actually do have a really good one. Go off, Queen. My what the fuck of the week this week mm. is Ooh. Should I go first for the first time ever? Give me like Wait, give me 10 seconds to just see what happened. Okay, and we'll just cut this out, or do you want me to just like no? Talk? We can, we can, guys, just count down with us: ten, ten. <laughs> nine, nine, eight, eight seven, six, six five, four, three, two, one. And do you know what else was really weird in that movie? What? The fact that the daughter did lose the math competition for them at the end. I was oh, yeah, like, that I, was like a whole nother plot point. It was. And I was like, okay, I'm, I don't mind the moral of like that story being that, you know, she still overcame her fears, but it's like, that's not what the movie was about. Why do we need to just make them win? Yeah. We didn't need to throw that in there. Yeah. Um, and then the fact that Jennifer Lopez came in and was like, you did so good, sweetie. Now I'm going to talk about me. Like, there was no... She was like, you did so good, Lou. And now I've learned that blah, blah, blah. There was like I've learned that I need to change my personality and my life for a man. Two. (laughs) It's pretty iconic. Yeah. If I dare say so. Oof, Um, sorry. My What the Fuck of the Week this week is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars format. Okay. Um, I think you know... I don't. The All-Stars format of Drag Race is that... um, Instead of a bottom two, there's a top two. Okay. And the top two lip sync for like five or ten grand. And um, they get to send one of the bottom two home. Iconic. Basically, they pull out a lip sync. And if your name's on the lip sync, you're going home. Um, I think that worked as a good gimmick for a season or two. Yeah. But I think it is played out and unfair. That's fair. I watch Drag Race for the drag, <laughs> not because I would like to be watching Survivor instead. If I wanted to be seeing <laughs> watching people be voted off the island, I would watch Survivor. It's really true because almost one of those things where it's like, oh my god, if a really, really good queen 
has a bad week. This is what's triggered it. Oh, there you go. Okay, we're on episode. I can just get rid of really someone really good. Three. We're on episode three of mm-hmm. Drag Race UK vs. The World, which is an international all-stars. Okay. Episode one, <laughs> an iconic queen got sent home. Spoilers. Lemon got sent home, and Lemon's from Canada, and she has the most incredible outfits, and she had one of the best um, performances, but for some reason she was in the bottom. Oh, oh because Rue loves one of the other queens who was clearly meant to be in the bottom oh. and couldn't put her in the bottom. Um, so she was in the bottom, and then because she was competition, she was sent home. Yeah, that's not by fair. By a contestant. Episode two... <sighs> I also didn't love uh, one of the... Okay. So, episode two, the bottom two were Cheryl Hole, who was in the first season of Drag Race UK, right? Mm. And the other person in the bottom was Jujubee. Okay. Jujubee, this is her first, uh, fourth season of Drag Race. Whack. She was in seasons two, All Stars one, All Stars five, yeah, All Stars five, and now Drag Race International All Stars, right? This is her fourth time. That's a lot And of she times. has been flopping this season. Oh, no. She's an incredible queen. This season has no prize money because it's the UK version on the BBC. Ew. So I think somewhere in there, there's like a, if I'm not going to win 100 grand, why would I put that much effort in kind of outlook? And then why would she do it? Well, because you can't say no to RuPaul. But she was in the bottom with Cheryl Hull, who was so passionate about it. I know, I can't even Who was so passionate about it and wanted to be there so badly and had, this is her first All-Stars. And Cheryl got sent home because Juju B is this icon of Drag Race who's been in so many seasons. Unfair. Yeah. In my opinion. No, it is. Episode three, the person who was in the top for like the first two or three weeks, I can't remember what episode, four or three. Anyway, Jimbo was pretty much the lead there's two queens in this season who are pretty much either going to win, and it's Jimbo and Pangina Hills. <laughs> uh, and they were both winning everything. Um, and Rue clearly loved them. So it was one of those two was going to win. And then Jimbo just got sent home. Classic. For one bad week that wasn't bad. I think this format is so outdated because this is not fair. No, it's definitely I think not fair. The queens should be allowed to fight for their. Lipsing for their lives, you know? They should be able to... Yeah. If they have a bad week, then they should have to fight for themselves, you know? Yeah. They shouldn't have to plead and beg to the queens who win. Yeah. No, it's not... I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair. It's not giving... It's not celebrating drag. No, yeah. It's celebrating drama. Yeah. That's fair. And the person who sent both of these queens home is uh, Pangina, who I think will win, and she's an icon and a legend, and she's the moment. (laughs) <laughs> but it also opens up these contestants that win and send people home to so much fan hate. Yeah, that's also true. And I also hate that. So it's like there's not really any positives to this system. Aside from the drama. Which there's plenty of drama anyway. It's really true. I don't think they need it. Maybe if all the queens voted for the bottom two and then the bottom two lip synced or something. That like there's be got to cool. be a better way than oh yeah, getting sent home by someone who wins. RuPaul, take note. I just Contact Nick. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, On a lighter note. What's your what the fuck? My what the fuck of the week. So you know how here in Australia, specifically on the East Coast, but maybe on the West Coast, I'm not sure, over the past like a week or so, we've been having really vivid sunsets? 
Yeah. Um, like the really bright red. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I learned I what, know that. what that was about the other day because I've what? been seeing people talk about it. They're like, why are we getting such intense sunsets at the moment? Anyway, it is because, mm-hmm. do you remember, I mean, you do, the volcanic eruption um, on Tonga a month ago? Yeah. So basically we're seeing like the sunset is being refracted through all of volcanic ash in the atmosphere. So what it's like, it's made its whole travel around the world and it's now back at Australia, which is why this week we're seeing it. Seeing, yeah. That seems fake. It's not. I said read it. It was a news article. By what, Sky News? No, I, oh God, I think maybe it was The Guardian. There was a whole like scientist person. Wild. Yeah. That seems so not true. But that's so much of nature. <laughs> nature just shouldn't exist. I honestly. mean, it might not be true. But no, like, I believe you. I read it in a I real article. You. I promise I didn't but see that's it on so TikTok. Wild. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's like the smoke refracting it, or if it's like the chemicals. I honestly do not remember what it was specifically, but I just remember a that it was from the explosion because I was like, what, and b that it was because it had already made one whole circumference around the globe wild. and was back here. What an icon! Yeah. That's cool. a lot to unpack. It is a lot to unpack, and that's exciting. Okay. Jessica Watson could never. <laughs> no, she could not. She <laughs> In could one month. <laughs> make it around the world. What did she do? She sailed from, like, one side of the world to the other? I'm pretty sure she did a circumnavigation, but that might not be true. Well, she Let's couldn't find do it that out. quickly. No, she definitely did not. Not as fast as this volcanic ash, sweetie. <laughs> um, Jessica Watson... Okay, well, I'm going to list the podcast's social media Okay. while you research. Uh, if you would like to follow the podcast, you can at WTFIHpodcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, all the links are down below. If you want to follow me, you can at NIC underscore sushi on Twitter and TikTok. Please, 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 I am begging you to leave us a review. Four or five stars, nothing less. Um, Iconic. It helps us a lot, and, and we, yeah... If it's less than four stars, if you want to give three or less, just send us personal hate. Yeah, just hand us. Yeah. Yeah, I'd rather that. Call me a faggot in my DMs or something. Okay. We good? Um, I think it's saying, so she did do, well, it says she attempted a solo global circumnavigation at the age of 16. I thought she succeeded. But... She headed northeast, crossing the equator in the Pacific Ocean before crossing the Atlantic and Indian Oceans. She returned three days before her 17th birthday, though the voyage was ultimately shorter than the required 21,600 nautical miles to be considered a global circumnavigation. So in in conclusion, she did it, but she didn't apparently travel far enough, so they were like, it doesn't count. Shouldn't they have known how far it was to travel before they left? Well, I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm saying shouldn't someone at Guinness World Records or whatever been like, hey, sweaty, that's not going to be enough. Well, that's... Yeah, I don't know, because it's possible. I mean, I don't fucking know anything about this, but it's very possible. Maybe she like hit a storm at some point and like went around I, it. I love the dynamic so I didn't do the right of thing. you talking about a topic and specifically saying, I don't know anything about this, and but. me going in hard. <laughs> me like grilling you like this is the fucking ICAC. <laughs> like she brought this up, she needs to know yeah. everything. <laughs> Yeah. Maddie, what are your socials? Uh, Lady Alice 101 on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, and Harness Creation on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook and a website. <laughs> Woo! Yay!
Um, I mean, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Who knows? Next week we might have seen three cinema movies. Oh my God. I, I really want to manifest that for us. Manifest? More like girl fest I really want to girl fest that for us. <laughs> the yassification of... The yassification. Oh my God. Jordan, Jordan commented on something the other day to me and said that uh, she wants to come back on the pod to discuss Selling Sunset. <laughs> yeah, she's and I was like, in. Oh no, we've converted her to a reality stand. <laughs> oh no. What have we unleashed? <laughs> so who knows? Look out for that, people. Oh my God, that's um, got to be imminent. Okay. I'll have to finish season four first. You will. I think season five is next month. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. bye. Thanks so much for <laughs> listening to What the, the Fuck is Happening, happening the podcast. podcast. Bye. bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. 